You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman. All right, six figures, $100,000 per year. That's a mile marker and a goal for so many photographers. So we're going to talk about it today. It's honestly not a far off dream. Yes, it is doable. Yes, it just takes a little bit of elbow grease and some serious strategy. So that's what we're going to dive into and give you today. We're breaking down our top 10 strategies to launch your photography business to six figures. Honestly, if there was one episode we could give you that is a comprehensive step-by-step list of what we did in our own photography businesses that took us from $0 to six figures in under two years, that would be this episode. Whether your goal is actually to reach that six-figure mark or you just want financial freedom or peace, uh, a job you freaking love, and excellence in everything you do, this episode is everything you need to create a successful photography business. Now, I want to go just off my notes and talk heart-to-heart for a second because honestly, Lindsay and I made a lot of mistakes along our journeys of starting our own photography businesses. We crashed and burned a lot, like like a lot, a lot. <laughs> but man, we learned so freaking much. And by the time we took our hobby businesses uh, into seriously focusing on them and actually creating a business out of our photography passion, we both hit six figures within two years, like I said earlier. I mean, we took off. But trust me, I want to like clarify that That came with a lot of hard work, blood, sweat, tears, and tons of really, really intentional strategy. But as we grew, we honestly realized that something was kind of missing in the education space, and we really wanted to fill that gap. Our passion has always, 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 always been to see entrepreneurs thriving. We just care so, so much about providing the tools, strategies, and resources for you to go after your passions with purpose and strategy and just vision for where you're headed and why you're doing it. And that is why we created the Heart University to begin with. That's why this freaking podcast exists. And that's why we poured literally freaking years into creating our flagship online course for photographers. Now, in that course, we walk you through everything we know that has gotten us to where we are today. We cover everything from branding, portfolio building, posing, editing, client communication, blogging, Instagram, pricing strategies, websites, outsourcing, workflow, and I can't even begin to describe to you how much more. It is packed freaking to the brim with, oh gosh, I think it's 38 videos over 790 minutes of footage. I mean, freaking, yo, that's like, over 13 hours of videos. It's packed. I wasn't kidding. And 20 PDFs and templates. That includes also, by the way, sneak peek, a brand new additional season that is literally dedicated just to posing with each episode over 40 plus minutes where we walk you through our strategies and then take you out into the field with us where you get to follow along and watch us pose a couple, a wedding party, a family, a senior, and a wedding couple. Like, 
mind blown holla. We're so excited about that. But anyways, we have only released this course twice before for limited times. And now today it is here again. And honestly, our purpose and our passion behind this course is to hand you every single freaking tool you will need to fill your toolbox as a kick-ass photographer. We are here to see you succeed. And if you've followed along with us and gotten helpful tools and strategies out of our free content, let me just say that is nothing compared to what is in the course. And honestly, let me just like kind of break this down. It costs you less than what you would earn booking one average wedding to pay for this course, which trust me, uh, you'd book way more than one wedding after taking and implementing the course. But okay. Okay. I'll settle down. I'm just so freaking passionate about this course and about the education inside of it. Lindsay and I are just so freaking on fire uh, to see you step up kick butt and thriving in every single area of life, especially as a business owner. It's freaking tough out there trying to run your own business, get started, get seen. And we want to do everything possible to help you succeed. So if you want to see for yourself and learn more about the course and all of that, feel free to go to theheartuniversity.com slash photography, and you can find all the details there. But for now, let's get you started on your way to a wildly successful photography business with today's episode. Let's go. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, welcome to the show. I am pumped for today's episode. I'm pumped out of my mind. We going to be good. If you followed us for any stretch of time, um, you probably know that me and Evie started as wedding photographers. And that's kind of where we really got our start. That's how we grew and developed the Heart University, our education company. And so today we're kind of going back to our roots and we are diving into the 10 secrets you must know to create a six-figure photography business. Um, and so we're just going to dive right on in. Tip number one or strategy number one is invest. So what I mean by that is investing your time, investing resources, investing money when you start your business. I think as photographers, you know, we get into this business because we have a hobby. We have a creative passion of photography that we love. And we think, oh, that'd be cool to make money at that. And when we first start, I think we're afraid of failure. And so I think you're afraid to actually fully commit to it. And so by investing, especially money, I feel like that's the big one. Investing money feels scary because the second you put dollars down, you're like, oh my gosh, I actually have to do this thing. And, and now what if I fail? Um, and it, it applies more to, to lose. Right, exactly. There's more to lose. And so my first, that this is why this is number one, because I think me and Evie, that's what we did at 
the very beginning. And so whether that means investing in a online course, whether that means investing in a coaching program or a coach or a mentor or someone to just come alongside you, I guess that would be like a coach, uh, whether you go to a (laughs) workshop or whether you just consume free education, which could look literally like watching YouTube videos, reading freebie PDFs, watching webinars. listening to this podcast. Literally, (laughs) you are consuming free education (laughs) by listening to this. Exactly. Um, But basically investing your time, effort, and money into your into your business is going to get yourself farther. Yeah. And yourself, honestly, um, it's going to get you farther and faster than if you would just try to learn everything yourself. And I will say when people put money down, when you put dollars down on something, you're in it, like you're going to pay attention. You're going to actually do the work that's required. Most of the time, usually when you put money down, you're going to do the work that's required to actually win and actually get your business going. Yeah. I just want to throw in like a a quick thought to that. I think it's really important to realize if you are asking your customer or your clients to invest in you, but you're not willing to invest in yourself, there's a, there's a problem. Like you, you need to realize how valuable it is to invest in yourself. Even sometimes that that just means your time and your energy. Uh, oftentimes it means your finances, your resources. But if even if that just means starting out with your your time and your energy, you need to be consistently investing in yourself. That will completely change the game on how fast you grow and where you get to. So yeah. just wanted to tag that in there. You can't expect your clients to invest in you if you're not willing to invest in yourself as well. So. Boom. Number two is niche down. Oh, I could talk about this forever, but I'm just going to... Many many thoughts on this one. I'm just going to kind of give you a a, a brief overview. It's very easy as uh, self-marketed business owners. So we're doing our own marketing and promotions ourselves typically to be trying to reach everyone and make any sale that we possibly can. But what that translates to is you are literally screaming into a void. You're standing like on top of a mountain calling to the mountains around you like, somebody book me. Hey, I have a service for you. Like, that's not actually going to get you anywhere. So you need to get yourself into the room where every single person in that packed room is looking for what you have to offer. And then you need to go up one by one and begin speaking directly to those people, explaining to them who you are, what you offer, and why you are the best fit for them. That's literally the best depiction of marketing that I can give you. You have to prove yourself as the expert in your field. Well, I want to even go a little bit more in depth about why we suggest niching down. And when we say niche down, what that means is don't sit there as a photographer and have a million tabs on your website that have weddings, engagements, uh, families, newborns, maternity, bar mitzvahs, concerts, (laughs) birthday parties, uh, boudoir, Fashion. fashion, portraits, seniors. Yeah, that's what we mean. Because again, like Evie just said, you're screaming into the void. You're not speaking to one person. And that one person has to understand, like think that you're speaking just to them. And in order to do that, like how you would speak to a senior in high school is wildly different than how you would speak to a bride who just got engaged. And so that's what we mean when we say niche down. And a really good analogy for this is say you had a heart attack 
or your grandpa had a heart attack or somebody close to you had a heart attack, would you take them into a general practitioner's doctor's office? No. Or, or would you have a general practitioner do heart surgery? No. <laughs> you would have a cardiologist because they are specialized. You want an expert to do mm-hmm. the best dang job for your grandpa's heart or your heart or whatever. Like it's the same exact type of thing when people are looking for a service and, and not price shoppers. Price shoppers usually don't care because they want a budget, which is fine. But, or they're on a budget, which is fine. Um, but if if you're somebody that's looking for an expert in an area, you usually want somebody who is specialized and well-known for being an expert in that area. So if mm-hmm. you're a bride or an engaged couple or whatever, and you're looking for a photographer, like a really good photographer that specializes in weddings, then you're probably going to want to search for like New Orleans wedding photographer. I'm just, I don't know. You're, you live in New Orleans. Let's say that. <laughs> um, and you're saying you're going to type in like New Orleans wedding photographer. You're not going to probably type in New Orleans photographer, right? Like you want mm-hmm. that specialized person that's a, a pro at weddings that, that has an experience for their clients. Um, i.e. their wedding clients. And so that's why we say niche down. We could go all into depth and we'll probably do an episode in the future just on niching. But uh, yeah, I I just wanted to give that example. I love it. I I think it's really important to realize that you, your clients, your customers are wanting to picture themselves as the recipient of your product or service. So in this case, as a photographer, you want your clients, the minute they stumble upon your work, to be able to picture themselves in your photos. And so if you're showing photos of, you know, wedding couples, but you're trying to market to, you know, the the newborns, like parents who just had a baby or something, the the wedding photos probably won't click with them. Same thing if you are trying to market to, you know, whatever weddings, but you're only showing newborns, it's it's not going to click with that newly engaged couple who's like, well, babies are way off for us. Like this clearly isn't the photographer for us. So you just want to keep that in the back of your head when you're marketing and promoting and really branding yourself to you. The more you can niche down, the better, because you want people to be able to immediately know that's exactly what I want for my blank, my wedding, my newborn session, my senior photos, whatever. You want them to immediately be like, I want to be that person in that photo. So show what you want to shoot and only shoot what you want to show for the most part. So there are all sorts of different things that we can talk about with niching there. That is a huge topic, but there's a a solid overview of where to start when it comes to niching down. All right. Number three, rock your client communication. Listen, as photographers, I think most of us are in like Facebook groups or just we we're in the industry, right? And we hear so many horror stories of upset clients or a bad client situation or like those clients from hell, quote unquote, that you hear of like, oh my gosh, this whole situation happened, right? Well, mostly those mistakes come from us not doing a good job as photographers and us somewhere along the way, missing that communication or not setting those expectations. So when I say rock your client communication, make sure that from your website, from your emails, everything about your entire experience, you are setting expectations from the get-go on your socials, even like everywhere. And that you continue to set those expectations and answer questions before they ask via email, via FAQs, just again, along the entire process, even in your pricing guide, like all of those things, set expectations 
and answer questions before they ask. Because again, a, a great example of this is say you have a client that you give your gallery, you send it off and they come back and they're like, oh, hey, could we actually have this edited in a different style? Well, you could be in your high and mighty photography horse and be like, oh my gosh, this, this client is being stupid and asking me to re-edit my work. Who do they think they are? Like that's how we get in our, on our high and mighty like photographer horse. But from their perspective, if they don't know that that's not how it works, then did you do your due diligence before they booked you to actually tell them that, that, that you don't like editing is half of your art and editing is like you're, you're booking you for, or they're booking you for your editing. Like mm-hmm. if you didn't set those expectations, then how are you going to sit there and be, you know, like complain that they're asking that. And so that's what I mean by rocking your client experience or sorry, client communication, being upfront and just making sure that you are absolutely setting those expectations and telling them exactly what they can expect from you. Yeah. And you want from day one to be sharing what that experience of working with you looks and feels like from literally your website all the way through to, you know, final gallery delivery or review request or or whatever that looks like the final step in your process. You want to be communicating, basically focus on like over communicating. You want to give them every single piece of information, education and value that you can from day one. And part of that looks like, honestly, (laughs) reply quickly. I cannot tell you how important that is as photographers, the number of, you know, photographers I'll talk to who are like, oh, yeah, I respond within a week or something. And I'm just I I can't even express (laughs) how important a fast reply is. Like, think of yourself and your own scenarios and situations where you're really excited for something or you, you, you really want like a certain item or, or whatever. And you email somebody to, you know, like something you found on Craigslist, let's say that you're super excited about. Oh my gosh, this is such a steal, such a great deal. I've wanted this for years. And you email that person on Craigslist to see if it's still available. And then you don't hear back and you're like, okay, I guess I'll just keep looking and maybe go buy this piece over here, whatever. And then a week later they get back and say, Hey, yep. Still available. Here's information on how to buy it. Like you'd be, you'd be sitting there like, what? Like, why would you take a week to get back to me? Like I'm, I was ready to buy last week, but I'm found something else now. That's literally the process. If you're not on top of your client communication, the minute they have a question, the minute they inquire, you want to be focusing on rapid response times because that shows not only professionalism, but also an availability to serve. You can't just say you're going to serve them. You actually have to show up and serve them. And oftentimes that means, you know, showing up consistently and as quickly as possible while not, you know, losing your entire life to your emails. (laughs) Yeah. I would say client communication is vital. Like I'm, I get so nerdy about it. (laughs) It's really hard. (laughs) It's really hard on the podcast sometimes to like not just start talking for like two hours about like one point and be yeah. like, okay, so actually let me talk about like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, like on this one point. So amen. I think we cannot overemphasize how important client communication is. Like that's one of your, your rock solid foundational pillars of creating a successful business. I will also speaking of very important points. Number four is also very important. So that leads <laughs> on to the fourth point or the fourth secret, I guess, in our podcast episode, which is create a personal brand, not a photography business. So you got into your business, mm-hmm. 
like taking photos of people or of, of mountains or whatever you're taking photos of. Um, and you think, oh, okay, I want to start a photography business. I want you to re-switch that thing, re-switch, that didn't make sense. Reframe that thinking to say, I'm building a brand. I'm not building a photography business. And what I mean by that is basically infusing yourself into your business, i.e. making it a brand because a brand brings that personality into it. It brings the emotion into it and people buy what they feel and what like attracts them the most based on feeling and emotion, not on just like black and white numbers Mm -hmm. or whatever. Can I also interject and say the the principle of, of sales that a lot of people talk about that's people buy from who they and what they know, like, and trust. Oh, yeah. And if you don't have any personal connection in your brand or in your business whatsoever, then there's nothing for them to know or trust. They may like, you know, your your pictures or they may like the fact that your prices are are within their budget, but they're not getting to know anything and therefore they're not getting to trust anyone. So you have to realize by removing yourself from your business, you're eliminating two thirds of your sales power. So... Mm. That's just, there you go. (laughs) Well, and I'm guessing that a lot of photographers, and I say guess, but not really because I see it all the time. A lot of (laughs) photographers hide behind their work. And I think it's believing the lie that people don't care about you as the artist. They don't care about you as the business owner. They don't care about you as the person. But that is the farthest thing from the truth. The most frequently visited page other than the homepage that people look at when they go on websites is the about me page. Why would they give a rats, you know what, to go to the about me page if they (laughs) didn't care about you? They care about you. So Mm -hmm. how you can build a brand instead of a photography business is put photos of you everywhere. Like people are like, um, I have one on my about me page. I'm like, that's great, sis. Keep going. Like do more. (laughs) Put photos of you everywhere. I want to see photos of you on your feed like every nine, but probably more than, more than that, ideally. But I mean, every nine is what, what you see when you're scrolling on a grid. Yeah. Um, but just put photos of you everywhere. And a good example of this, I am not a sports fan like at all, but <laughs> I am from Kansas, uh, and originally, and the, the Kansas city chiefs, see, I almost forgot what they were even called. The Kansas city chiefs <laughs> won the Super Bowl this past February. Um, and so I, for the first time in my life, actually watched the game to actually watch the game, not just the commercials and the halftime show. Um, but anyways, I, the point is I was watching the game and I noticed that all of the commercials, and this is every year, this isn't just this year, but I think I was just hyper aware of it. Cause I was like more aware of marketing, I think now. Um, but I was watching the game or I was sorry, I was watching the commercials and every single commercial, almost every single commercial had a celebrity celebrity in it. Mm-hmm. There was one with Ellen DeGeneres. There was one with Jonah Hill. There was one of like Pac the Ka and Havid Yad with like John Krasinski. I, there was like a bunch. And I, I was like, why is it that on the most famous commercial night of the year, they're putting celebrities, well-known faces that we know, like, and trust in their commercials to sell their products? It's because mm-hmm. we know, like, and trust them. It's because they're famous people that we feel like we have a relationship with. We like them. And we're going to remember that self-parking car because John Krasinski had a Boston <laughs> accent in that commercial. That was a they're, good one. Right? Like, they're not... I remember that literally because they had Boston accents and it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, it was so it was funny. And I'm remembering that car and it's still in my mind. I don't need a self-parking car. I'm not in the market for that. But like maybe in down five years in the future, I'm probably still going to remember that commercial because of of the connection that they made. They put a face that we know, like, and trust 
to connect it with their product or service. And so if the freaking biggest companies in the industry are doing it, then why are we not doing it as photographers? So put yourself in your feed, in your website, in your brand, build a personal brand, not a photography business. All shut up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So good. Okay. Moving on to uh, secret tip, whatever. Number five, cultivate a luxurious client experience. I want you to focus on experience from the moment someone lands on your social media or your website. Think about what the vibe is that you want to give to them. How do you want them to feel about you and your work? Think of just an experience where they get to your website and you are step-by-step guiding them through everything, that you are helping them and answering their questions from the get-go. And then think about things encouraging and creating and cultivating that luxurious experience through the entire process. So for example, once a client books, you know, ways that you can focus on the experience is to send something of value that adds to a high-end experience because they have most likely just dropped a decent amount of money on you as the photographer. Offer them immediate return on that investment. Offer them an immediate value to what they just invested. Um, that, you know, that can be a gift, uh, education and value that helps them plan. For example, like client welcome guides that if you're a wedding photographer is a entire basically magazine or manual of everything that they would need to know to plan and execute their wedding and have the best, most stress-free day experience and photos ever. Um, That could be an outfit guide for seniors, for newborns, for families, whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, couples, whatever. Uh, A client gift when they book and when you deliver their gallery. So a bonus tip for you, something that Lindsay and I do that is super awesome uh, and our clients love, just send a bottle of champagne when you deliver a wedding gallery for just a little cherry on top that, you know, seals the deal of your amazing experience and shows them that you're really thinking of them, that you care, that you've given not only an investment back into them, but you've also put time and energy from day one all the way to the end. You know, you're not just delivering your gallery and wiping your hands and being like, all right, next client, who's going to pay me next? You're like, I care about you guys. Sit back, pop a bottle of champagne, enjoy some bubbly and relive your wedding day. You know, like you're you're showing that luxurious attention to detail from day one all the way through the end. Yes, yes. I will say another way that you can add uh, a luxurious client experience is delivering your galleries fast. Um, and yep. one of the, honestly, the biggest complaints I hear clients, I hear from clients is waiting to deliver, waiting like months to deliver or sorry, waiting months to receive their galleries. Like I, I just hear about that all the time. Like from friends that had a wedding like five years ago and they're like, yeah, my photographer like took forever. They took, I've honestly heard horror stories of people taking yeah. like four plus months. And I'm like, that is unacceptable. That is absolutely unacceptable from the photographer standpoint or from any wedding vendor. But like, obviously we're talking about photo delivery right now. And so it's very unacceptable. We have to blow them away. So what we do is we promise 30 days, you will get your Mm -hmm. client or you will get get your gallery back before 30 days. And then oftentimes me and Evie do it in a week. And we are able to do that because we outsource our editing and he's fast as hell. We have have workflows, we have outsourcing, we have teams, we have, yeah. And don't even get me started on that. (laughs) 
But even, even if you don't have a team or don't have an editor, you can still, if you have your priority and you have a workflow, you can still edit a gallery. And you also have to not harbor on every single photo, like the artist that you are. Um, (laughs) but cause I dealt with that at the beginning where I was like, Oh, but this, Oh, the highlights need to just a glimmer more, just a glimmer. (laughs) Uh, And like, you have to take a step back and like, look at it from your client's perspective. Are they going to notice the point one mark that you did in Lightroom to make that highlight glimmer more? No, they're not. Get over it, sis. Keep moving. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, edit them fast, have systems, but basically blow them away by under-promising and over-delivering on everything, especially your gallery delivery times. Yeah. And that's something like, by the way, Lindsay and I don't tell our clients that they're going to get their gallery typically within a week. We just say, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, if they ask at the end of their wedding or their session or something, we'll be like, yeah, I'll get you a sneak peek super fast. We do that within 24 hours. But again, we don't typically tell them that just because we say you get a, a, a sneak peek within, I typically say three to four days. And then I deliver it within 24 hours because I want to under promise and over deliver. That's an incredible way to create and, and blow them out of the water with that yeah. luxurious experience. So that also gives you a little bit of breathing room in case something happened where you yeah. absolutely you weren't able to do it within 24 hours or you weren't yeah. able to do the whole gallery within a week. That's still like yeah. you're still you still made a promise and you can still stick to that if you don't under like promise or yeah, over promise. That's what I mean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think it's just really important think of ways that you can begin to uplevel your client experience w- from, you know, educational resources like that, that welcome guide, the outfit guides, blog posts even that that help walk them through their process because you want to serve them in every single capacity that you possibly can and just consistently show up for them in a way that blows them away that they'll walk away thinking I had no idea that it would be anywhere near that incredible. Every yeah. single person needs to book Evie or Lindsay or whatever. You're enter your name here. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's the experience you want to give where they're like, I want to get married all over again just to use you as my photographer. Like that's your jam. Or or be a senior or whatever. It doesn't apply to well, just yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's just uh, my language. That's my jam. <laughs> that's my niche. <laughs> all right. We are halfway through. That is five points. And I feel like this episode's already banging, y'all. We're only halfway through. All right, let's keep going. (laughs) Episode, or sorry, not episode, number six. Episode number six. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number six is to utilize incredible reviews as social proof. Think about any time that you want to go out to eat or try a new restaurant. Most, like nine times out of 10, you're probably going to pull up Google reviews or Yelp, right? Because if you're trying something new or you're putting money down on a new experience or, or product, you kind of want to see the reviews. Like we just redid our kitchen and Andrew, before we bought our appliances, went and combed over reviews for dishwashers and fridges because we wanted to make sure we were getting the best of the best for the price. And so that's what we did. And people are doing the same with you if you don't realize that you do yep. now. Um, so if you're doing everything that we mentioned thus far in all the five points before this, then you're probably most likely going to get banging reviews from your clients. So <laughs> don't just have a single review page is my recommendation. Like you, if you do, Go that's on your great. Website. Right. Yeah. I didn't finish that sentence. That's yeah, great. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but don't just, don't just rely on putting a bunch of reviews on one single review page and calling it a day. Try to infuse them everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, like 
put those puppies literally <laughs> as as many places as you can think of. Put them in your email footer on multiple pages of your website sprinkled everywhere, like one on the homepage, one on the about page, a bunch on the experience page or whatever. Put them in your pricing guide. Put them in your welcome guide once they book you. Like, because it's just good to be reminded that you booked a rad photographer and people agree. Mm-hmm. Um, Put them on social media as your captions in your stories and even put like a highlight on your Instagram, like your Instagram highlight stories called reviews. And then every time you upload a review to your story, put it in that highlight. Because when people are coming on your feed for the first time and they're looking at at your feed, if they see reviews and they're maybe potentially interested in hiring you, that's social proof. That's the version of Yelp. You're not on Yelp as a photographer, probably. So that's your version of like, hey, see how awesome I am. See what my past clients had to say. Ugh, I cannot stress and agree enough with what Lindsay just said. It is so, so, so important to show real life experiences of what it was like working with you. And if you are doing what we said above, you are going to have mind, mind-blowing reviews from past clients because the the reality is reviews give you credibility and provide social proof that people are looking for. People want security before they put money down, especially like in, in the photography world. It's it's not like they're buying a $20 product typically. They're, right. they're usually putting down a good chunk of change and they want to know that they're actually investing in something that's going to be worthwhile. It's worth that investment. And reviews are a game changer in giving your clients that peace of mind about you, about your services before they ever book. So cannot stress reviews enough. You need those babies all over everything and it will change the game for you and your your client experience and, and inquiries, honestly. So yes. moving on to number seven. Number seven is seek to serve above all else before anything else. Literally, what I want you to do right now, you can you can write this down. This is a great note. I want you to serve, 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 and then sell. I literally want everything you do to be focusing on serving your potential client with everything that you have in you. Ask yourself the questions of how can I make a difference in their life? How can I solve this problem for them? In fact, what problems are my potential clients facing? What are their struggles? What are their pain points? How can I leave a lasting impact in this person's life? How can I make their life better? And what do I have to offer that no one else does? Like that's literally the foundational principle of quality business is that you have to serve the heck out of your potential clients before you ever even begin to sell anything to them. Mic drop, man. (laughs) Couldn't agree with that more. I think I just connect with that because that, I mean, we've, if you've listened to this podcast or followed us for any stretch of a time, you know that we're believers, that we believe in Jesus and the Bible. And I, I relate that point so much to the gospel and to just what we believe is the core of what we're here to do, which is serve people. And Mm -hmm. I think I just relate so, because that's a foundational business principle, which is to serve and then sell, like serve first and give away and to, to make an impact in that way. And then like your offer, but yeah, I just, I just, I I, I don't know why I wanted to say that, but uh, I just relate (laughs) to that so much. And I think it's, it's so important to lead from a place of service 
versus leading from a place of wanting money and and being money hungry and oh I want yeah. I want my millions or like whatever the old <laughs> Wall Street people said whatever I don't even know but well <laughs> I think it's important to realize I have a, actually a lot of thoughts on this but I think it's important to realize people can tell when you're in it for yourself yeah. and it's really off putting it's really honestly repulsive when you encounter somebody and you're like, wow, you literally only think about yourself. Like you're, you're not in this. You don't care about me. You don't care about my experience, my process, my, my problems, my, you know, whatever. I want you to think of let's, I'm going to give you the example of like a, a wedding photographer and like a bride and groom per se. Um, you know, you want that bride and groom specifically, typically like the bride is doing a little bit more of the planning sometimes, uh, you know, you want that bride to come to you, find your stuff and be like, oh my gosh, this wedding photographer has already answered like five of my questions that I didn't even fully realize I had because I, this is my first time planning a freaking wedding and I don't even know what I don't know. Like that's what she's going through. That's what they're going through, trying to plan a wedding when most of the time they've never done it before. They are not involved in the industry and they are completely clueless. But when you show up and you're like, hey, whether you book me or not, here's a blog post on X. Here's an answer to Y. Here's a solution to Z. And you know what? I just want to make sure this is as stress-free, enjoyable, and and amazing for you as possible. And by the way, I can also help you from point A to point B, the entire process, if you do want to book with me. Like that experience versus, hey, I offer wedding photography, come book me and, you know, book me, book me, book me, give me your money, give me your money. Like that will make that client run. Like the difference between those two approaches is night and day. Like you, when you approach with the perspective of, I am going to just make your life better, whether or not you ever purchase from me, that literally, first of all, changes your mentality because it's not about you. I hate to break this to you, but if you're a photographer listening to this or a business owner listening to this, it's not about you. It's literally not about you, your product, your service or your income. This is about changing lives, solving problems, leaving an impact and leaving a legacy in in every possible way that you can. This is about others and serving others. So when you approach your business like that, it will revolutionize not only for your clients and their experience and honestly your sales typically because people can tell the difference, but also for you as the service provider and the business owner it just changes your approach and you're able to hold things so much more loosely. It gives you a passion and a fire because you're seeing an impact made and not just dollar signs coming and going. Mm, wow. I just got taken to church. <laughs> Sorry. Was beautiful. I just went off. Literally none of that was in my notes, but. <laughs> that was beautiful. You just blessed us, Evie. <laughs> wow. Okay. Does Instagram scare the heck out of you? Feeling like you're always struggling to save time on the good old gram while also creating flawless branded professional content for it? We feel you. We have made a special little something just for you. We created a PDF with our top five apps we use in conjunction with Instagram to create smooth professional content while saving us time and energy. This is a list compiled after years of using Instagram and searching for all the secret pro tools to make our jobs easier. If you've ever wondered, how the heck did she do this? Or how did she make that? It's probably answered by one of these apps. There are little secret sauce to spicing up your Instagram. 
We use these apps daily and they've absolutely changed the game for us. So if you're ready to uplevel your Instagram and create pro content with just a few clicks, we got you. Head on over to www.theheartuniversity.com slash apps and let's uplevel that Insta game. That's A-P-P-S, y'all. Hey, Heart Fam, we had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka-ching sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part, (laughs) HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna move back to get us on track number eight. Not that that was off track because that was the most beautiful, glorious off track that of all time. Anyways, um, number eight is make sure you have systems in place. So What I mean by that is try to automate as much as you possibly can. If you are a solopreneur, you're going to hit a wall eventually where there is so much happening where you have client communication, but you have to do marketing. You have to actually go to the sheet. You have to blog. You have to edit. Like There's so much going on for a solopreneur that if you can automate as much as possible, it's going to free up your hands to actually have a life to actually have a business that serves you and not you being a slave to your business. And so an example of this is HoneyBook. We run like a HoneyBook. We talk about HoneyBook on this podcast all the time. But when before I got HoneyBook, which I automate a workflow through HoneyBook to remind me when to send follow-up emails to clients and like the three-month email or whatever I'm doing, like I have that whole process in HoneyBook. But before I did that, I literally on, it was a jank system. I took an Excel document and I put like, every time someone booked me, I put their names. I put that, how much money it would be. (laughs) And then I put how much money that they booked me for and then how much remained. But like, none of that is automated. And then maybe it wasn't even an Excel document. It might've been just like Word. It might've been a Word document. I think it was. And then I I would print out all the contracts and mail it to them and then get a check. Like it if you do that, but then you want to be at the level of making six figures a year or booking like maybe say even 25 weddings a year, but you're doing that for all 25, you are not going to have time to sit down with your husband for dinner. <laughs> I'm so sorry to break it to you, but that's probably not going to happen um, because it's it's so much work. And you basically all I'm all this point is saying is work smarter, <laughs> not harder. <laughs> like yes. think of ways to create systems where you can automate the process, whether it's yeah. 
sending an automatic email maybe when someone inquires that says, hey, I'll make sure to get back to you within 24 hours so that you don't have to, I don't know, like just anything at all that you can automate in your your system and in your business, do it. Yeah. Well, I think it's also important to realize that there is only so much capacity in our brains to actually focus on and and handle and juggle so many things. And if you are constantly manually having to remember stuff and and process stuff and do stuff, you are taking up vital, vital, valuable real estate in your brain that is yeah. unnecessarily filled. Like you do not need to be constantly remembering, oh, shoot, so-and-so's wedding is in three months. I need to send the three-month email. Or, oh, shoot, I have a wedding next week and I need to send them like all this this details or whatever. Like, oh man, I forgot to send that senior, that outfit guide that I promised them two weeks ago. And that's the other thing. Systems really ensure that stuff doesn't fall through the cracks because the last thing you want to do is forget something and have your clients just get lost in the shuffle and have a bad taste in their mouth. Like, honestly, systems circle back to a luxurious client experience, client communication, like it it circles back to just about everything, reviews, serving, like systems are so freaking vital and so necessary. And the more you can create smooth and fluid systems and work smarter and not harder, the the faster you're able to scale and grow and not only hit all the above points where you serve them, give them a luxurious experience and get raving reviews and, you know, have a bomb client experience, like client communication, all that. You're also able to focus on, okay, so next up, I need to redo, you know, my website. Okay. I need to invest in this. I need to focus on this. Like you're able to do more in your business. That's going to help you scale and grow to a larger level instead of sitting there manually printing out and folding up and mailing off your contracts. (laughs) I literally did the same thing, which is so funny. That's so Um, funny. I have an entire filing. I I think I might've actually gotten rid of all of it. No, I think I still have it. I have a filing folder in my parents filing cabinet back home in Ohio of all of my like contracts and like like checks and and like like photocopied checks and all this stuff from my first like sessions and weddings <laughs> like that's funny <laughs> but yeah anyways i just it's so important if you do want to continue to grow and scale and have an excellent client process from beginning to end that you focus on establishing systems that free up your time, let you live your life while also continuing to grow and deliver a quality client experience. Mm, Yes. Well, and this point actually leads into point number nine so, so well, because point number nine is outsource. So for the things that cannot be automated, outsource. (laughs) Because here's the hard truth that needs to be said. You cannot scale your photography business and stay a one-man show. It is impossible. If you need, you want to scale to the level where you actually have a life and you actually have a business that's working for you instead of you working for it. Like I said before, you need help. You cannot do it yourself. As much as you can automate all the things, there's things that cannot be automated that just need someone else doing them because you don't need to be doing them. And so- Basically, you have to be willing to hand things off as you grow in order to continue with that growth. If you have a clenched, tight fist hand on every aspect of your business, it's not going to grow. It's going to stay in that fist and it's not going to flourish into a wildly successful business. And I think another truth within this point is you do not have to do every single thing in your business. There are things that you excel at and that you are meant for 
Like you're mm-hmm. the photographer, that's probably one of them. Um, but things like answering every single email that comes your way, editing every single photo, sending client gifts, scheduling emails, booking your travel. Do you need to do every single thing on there? Or is your time and energy better saved to do the, the things that you love to do, the things that you're best at, the things that you're skilled at? That's my question. Mm, amen. I think one really like tangible takeaway, something that Lindsay and I, I think we both did this first in our businesses. We hired an editor as soon as our like, well, actually, this isn't true, but I would inc- <laughs> I was going to say we hired an editor as soon as our style was really nailed down. But I, that's no, not true. We waited no. too yeah. long. <laughs> we were idiots. <laughs> um, but for you listening, learn from our mistakes and hire an editor like as soon as your style is really nailed down rock solid. The the only two caveats I have to that statement is if you are still struggling to find your style, if you really don't fully understand Lightroom yet, if, you know, whatever, you're you're still working on exactly what tones and colors you want in, in your photos, I would encourage you, please keep your editing. That's really important to help you really gain consistency and nail down your style. And then once you know it, without a shadow of a doubt, you can do it in your sleep type of thing, like hand it off to an editor. And then the other side of that is if you literally are a photographer and do photography simply because you love nothing more in this world than editing. Like you would rather not sleep and continue to edit. Like you're that passionate about it. Feel free to keep it and hand off something else in your business. Like I'm not yeah. saying like every blogging, single photographer. Pinterest, so many yep. things. There's there's so much, but editing is one incredible, huge time saver that is one of the best things you can outsource first as a photographer that just is so helpful. And it's, it's not scary. I promise we're not going to talk about like how to, how to do that in today's podcast, but it's so straightforward. It's so simple. And you're still able to keep full control of what the final product looks like as a photographer. So, so don't believe the lie that somebody else is going to be doing all of your editing for you and you're out of control of it. That's not the case. Mm, Yeah. you do not have to do everything in your business. You cannot hold on to perfectionism and yet hope to scale and continue to grow if you're still trying to keep your hands in everything and do it all. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be willing to give up that control and know that you are not the only person that has to be the the hands-on person in every single aspect of your business. You have to let go in order to grow. I think we've made that rhyme before on this podcast. I love it. All right. Well, final point, final secret, final strategy, whatever you want to call it. Number 10. Oh, this is a big one. Prioritize your mindset. Now, I know you may have heard that and been like, oh, okay, just a bunch of, you know, like cheesy, encouraging, like fluff stuff. This is not fluff stuff. This is serious. This is non-negotiable for Lindsay and I, because the reality is you can know all of the strategies in the world. You can know marketing strategies and time strategies like time hacking and and all the photography tools and strategies in the world. You could be the best freaking photographer in the world. But if your mindsets are whack, you can only grow so far and you will definitely crash and burn at one point or another. That's just a a fact of life. Mm. Your mindsets are absolutely vital to not only your growth, but also your sustained health and your success, just bottom line period. So my encouragement is to pay 
really close attention to what's going on in your head. Are you self-sabotaging anything? Is perfectionism getting in your way, like we said before? How's your money mindset? I know that's really challenging for a lot of photographers, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of self-employed business owners. Money mindset can really get in our way. Self-worth can really get in our way because the reality is, the bottom line of this, the biggest obstacle, I truly believe the biggest obstacle standing in your way of growth and hitting six or even seven figures is literally you. It's your brain and it's your thought process and your thought life. You have to focus on keeping your head clear in the game and in healthy mindsets because when your mindsets are in a solid, forward-moving, like healthy way, your results in your life around you, specifically your business, are going to freaking explode. Like I could talk about this forever. But Lindsay, do you have thoughts that you want to add here? Yeah. Well, while you were talking, I realized that's why we even created the Heart University. That's why we named our company the Heart University to begin with. It's why we named this podcast the Heart and Hustle podcast, because the word heart there represents exactly what everything that you were just saying, which number 10, prioritize your mindset. It represents that you can know the biggest, bestest, that's not a word, strategies (laughs) in the world. You can be the best business mind in the world. You could have been mentored and coached by Elon Musk himself, like whatever, (laughs) like, or any high level executive business entrepreneur, whatever. Like multi-billionaire, like the the top name in the book. That's the point. (laughs) You could learn all those strategies, but if your mindset, if the heart behind your business is not foundationally set on principles and values that work, that are healthy, you will yeah. crash and burn. And that that is a huge thing that we saw missing. And it's, it's why the heart exists. It's why yeah. we wanted to come and create resources and create educa- education and create even this podcast that splits its focus where it's half heart and half hustle, which is like the business strategy. But then the heart yeah. is honestly, maybe even arguably more important, like the foundation yeah. of viewing yourself as, as, as worthy or as, as successful or as knowing your identity and where it comes from, knowing who you are, knowing that if you want to knock down a door, then go ahead and do it. Like knowing where your foundation yeah. comes from, that is so important. And that's, we've done a bunch of episodes in the past on mindset and just mm-hmm. different things to view your identity and and know where you stand. But that's, that's, sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent, but that's a huge no. part <laughs> okay. of, of why we named our, our business, the Heart University. And it's also why the course that just went live today or just opened enrollment today, woo! Um, it's why yeah. in that course, <sighs> we have a bunch of episodes specifically on mindset. I mean, there's like a crap yeah. ton of strategy as well, but a huge focus of the course is mindset because you can't, yeah. you're going to keep hitting a wall if you think that your photos suck, even if they don't. Yeah. Like if that, that's in your head. If your head yeah. says, oh, I shouldn't even reach out to that dress designer for a style shoot because they'll say no. Well, you're going to block yourself and keep saying no for yourself until you actually get over that to say, no, I'm yep. going to do it anyway. No, it doesn't matter if they say no. And then guess what? They're probably yep. going to say yes. Like that's all in your head. Yeah, I think if there's so many mindsets, if your worth is tied up in your success or failure as a business owner, you are going to crash and burn at one point or another. If your uh, you know, identity comes from 
how much or how little you work, you are going to crash and burn at one point or another. Like there is, yeah. I cannot, I could literally list off like 50 things right now. Like if, if you, ugh, if you are afraid of earning too much money because you think that wealth is corrupting, you are going to crash at one point or another. Like there, I can literally not <laughs> explain how important this is. And like Lindsay just said, that was honestly one of the biggest reasons we created and got into education is because we realized that there were almost two different camps in in the business education and especially photography education, but just the education world in general, people teaching mindsets, which are so, so, so like vital. Life coach or like retreats yeah. or just like rejuvenation, like that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then there were the opposite camp, which was just teaching business strategies. But we personally believe there has to be a middle ground of the, the two because you can have all the healthiest mindsets in the world. If you don't know how to implement strategies, then you're going to fail. But on the flip side, if you know every single brilliant business strategy in the world, like literally you're handed the, I don't know if Pandora's box is the right term here, but I'm just going to roll with it. <laughs> if you're handed like Pandora's box of everything you would ever need to know to be like a multi-billionaire, like photographer, lols, whatever, go with it. I feel like it would but, be treasure chest. Pandora's box is okay. like not, that's like when you, I don't even know. I don't think that applies. So I'm like <laughs> using it way out of context. Probably. <laughs> okay. Well, let's show like the treasure chest of the, the treasure chest at the end of the rainbow, whatever. I don't know. You're handed. Every single strategy you would need to know to become like a multimillionaire photographer, but yet your mindsets are still jank, you will not actually reach that like level that you're trying to go for. And well, that's and, just and a maybe freaking fact. You might logistically, I'm not saying like you don't have to believe in your self-worth or, or whatever to make six figures. You could probably do it, but you're never going to be happy. You're always going to be chasing well, also, after something. Also, I think it's important to realize that like, I think a a good clarification is you can reach certain points like you can still, you know, move forward to certain areas, but there's always going to be like some some junk in the trunk going on. Like, yeah, you know, like there's there's going to be some messes behind the scenes, which will then cause from the research so much. I've done so much research on some of the busy biz, Oh gosh, language is very difficult today. Biggest business successes and failures in the world. And even if you reach, let's say you're going for, you know, I want to get to level 10, whatever that looks like. Okay, so you finally reach level 10. If you do not have healthy mindsets and a healthy foundation, those 10 levels are going to crumble at one point or another. And that's yeah. what I'm, I want to clarify is it's not that you can't move forward. It's not that you can't get from level one to level two sometimes if your mindsets aren't right, it's that level two may end up taking you to level negative two <laughs> if you don't know how to support and maintain that growth. So mm -hmm. I, I could freaking, I know Lindsay, you too, we could talk about mindsets forever, but you have to also focus on that along with the strategies as a business owner or stuff can get real messy real fast. So yeah. basically, let me do a real quick recap of all the 10 points before we dive into just a little bit of an outro for you. So number one, invest. Do not be afraid to ask for help. Do not be afraid to put money into yourself the way you're asking your clients to do. Invest in yourself and don't be afraid to actually 
put your money where your mouth is and dive forward. Number two, niche down. You need to stop trying to do everything and be a jack of all trades and be everything to everyone. You need to actually focus on speaking to one person and serving them above and beyond their wildest dreams. Number three, rock your client communication. You freaking have to nail this one. This is such a foundational point. Tell them exactly who you are and what they can expect from you. Serve them from the beginning. Set those expectations on your social media, on your website, and then answer every question you can before they ever even ask. And also reply times are really vital here. Number four is create a personal brand and not a photography business. This is, I could talk about this forever, but it is so important to realize that a huge chunk of sales and how the the success of sales comes from people buying from what they know, like, and trust. And if you're eliminating yourself from your brand, you are literally eliminating two thirds of your sales power. You have to plug yourself in there and focus on creating connection with your clients. Number five is going to be create a luxurious client experience. Focus on blowing their minds and blowing them out of the water from day one. Offer them immediate return on their investment, value, gifts, education, experiences, whatever. Just serve them the heck up. Number six is utilize incredible reviews as social proof. If you are doing everything that we have said so far, you are going to get freaking rocking reviews from your clients. And those build credibility that people need and want. They want that security before they put money down on you. So focus on getting those reviews that can give your potential clients, your future clients, peace of mind about you and your service before they ever even book. Number seven is to serve, 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 serve above everything else before you ever try to sell. And whether or not you ever even try to sell to that person, seek to serve, make a difference in their life, make an impact and offer them something that it meets them where they are that no one else is offering them right at that moment. Continually show up and serve the heck out of your potential clients. Number eight is going to be Put systems in place. You cannot do everything and take up all of your mental real estate without just burning yourself out. And we all know burnout is not fun and not a goal. So let's eliminate that from even the potential and begin to automate and create systems from day one so that you can actually focus even more on serving your clients and serving them well. Number nine goes right along with number eight, outsource. You cannot scale to the level that you want to get to and stay a one-man show. I mean, realistically, it takes a village. (laughs) It's like totally used out of context, but I'm just saying, create a team who can help you with whatever it is that you do not have to do yourself. There are only a few selective things as an entrepreneur and especially as a photographer that you actually have to do yourself that no one else can ever touch. Otherwise, begin to pull people in, hand it off, free up your time so that you can focus on scaling and growing and not just the day-to-day tasks that take up so much time. And then number 10, final, last, but very much not least, prioritize your mindset. This is not a fluff throwaway point. This is freaking vital. This is non-negotiable for Lindsay and I. You can know all of the business strategies in the world, but if your mindsets are not healthy, if they are just jank. You can only grow so far 
and you will most definitely crash and burn at one point or another. So pay attention to what's going on in your head. Ooh, okay. man. That was I think I'm done. So <laughs> Take a breath. <laughs> so many, but we hope this episode blessed you so much. Literally, we wanted yeah. to create one episode where for any like beginner or even not even a beginner photographer, but any photographer that's really struggling in their business or really wants to have that Just goal. Ready making, to, yeah, ready to up level, I would yes, say. Like yeah. any photographer ready to get to the next level. Yes. So we hope that this episode blessed your life. We honestly just wanted to put one episode out that had just mainly for photographers that had all of the best tips and tricks that we've learned throughout the years to really up-level our business, create a wildly successful photography business and make six figures like like the title says as well. Um, and so we hope that this blessed your life. If you have gotten a lot about a lot out of this episode, I just wanted to remind you again that our flagship course, the Heart University, the course for photographers is open. It is open and we are out of our minds excited. If you've been blessed or got anything out of this podcast in general or any of our free content, let me just say that that is literally the tip of the iceberg compared to this course. We have up-leveled it and it is, I can't even describe to you how packed full it is. It is the actual blueprint of how Evie and I grew to six figures in our photography businesses within two years. It is literally how we created a lasting brand within our own businesses and then even with the heart that connects to people and turns followers into raving fans and into paying clients. Um, like Evie said this all at the beginning, but I'm just going to remind you a little bit. In the course, you learn branding, portfolio building, candid posing, editing, client communication, blogging, SEO, Instagram, pricing strategies, websites, how to outsource, workflow. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding when I say that it is so packed full to the brim. It's like not even funny. Um, we poured our heart and soul into this course. And the the new, I guess, aspect of it is we turned what used to be one posing episode into an entire season of six in-depth episodes, five of those which are watching us in a live session, like out in the field, literally having a camera follow us, watching us pose a senior, a family, a couple, a wedding couple, and then a wedding party. Each episode of those is a different one of those. And so uh, I I just, I am so proud of this course. Honestly, uh, I, I, I don't even have words. I don't even have words for how excited I am and how much I hope it blesses your life. And so we just wanted to remind you that it is open. And to end out the episode, we wanted to real quick read some reviews from some past students of ours who have taken the course um, and just been blessed. And so this first one comes from Kayla Tyson. She says, I wanted to hop on and share a little victory that I experienced today. I received at least one inquiry a day since I changed the things I was doing wrong after watching this course. Today, I received an inquiry from an elopement in Switzerland this August and turned around and booked the elopement five hours later. Honestly, I'm still in disbelief, but one of the main things my bride said when I talked on the phone was that she loved how I chatted with her like a friend rather than just any other inquiry. She has been following my Instagram for quite some time and told me she loves me already like she knew me and my personality from my account. Honestly, this course works and I do not regret purchasing the entire season one freaking bit. I think she means the entire course one freaking bit. I'm so thankful for both Lindsay and Evie for being so helpful, open, and honest. They are truly the epitome of boss babes. Just thought I would share and let you know, let you all know I'm cheering you on. Honestly, thank you, Kayla. That was so sweet. Evie, do you have another one? Yeah, I would love to share this one. So this one is from Alyssa 
I think it's Alyssa Card Photography. Sorry, I misread the freaking handle. Anyways, Alyssa Card Photography. She said, oh, okay. The Heart University has given me so much confidence to go out and do the dang thing. Stare fear in its face and go for it anyway. I've never been more proud of my work recently. And for the first year after starting to shoot 10 freaking years ago, I am proud to say that next month in October, I am completely booked with my own weddings and my own sessions. I'm talking seven straight weekends booked, which definitely has never happened in my 10 years. I'm putting in the work because of the heart you and all the inspiration and education it has given me. And I'm loving every freaking minute of it. I love this journey I'm on and cannot wait to see where next year takes me now. Wow. I love ah, that. I love it. Alyssa, thank you Ugh, so much. That makes my heart so freaking happy. All right. Last one is from Sierra White. She's Sierra K Photos on Instagram. And this one's a short little ditty, but it's, I don't know where that is. Short little ditty. Short little ditty. You but need to sing it now. <laughs> short little ditty. Okay. She says, a heck ton of wins this year thanks to this course. How about I never shot a wedding before this course, which was nine months ago, and now I'm a full-time wedding photographer booking weddings all over the world. Like what? And I can attest, she's literally, I think she lives in Spain now. Like she literally moved to Spain and I don't know why exactly, but I, Sierra, I'm just going to shout you out. You're awesome. We love you so much. And the fact that you never took a wedding or never shot a wedding before you bought this course. And then now you're literally a full-time destination wedding photographer is mind blowing. Um, but it also makes my heart so happy because it's literally social proof of the fact that the strategies that we teach in this course are absolutely working for people. And it's getting them results. And we have a billion reviews where that one came from. But I just, I just want to, I don't want to harbor a dead horse or an old horse or I don't know what the phrase is. Um, But if we have ever blessed your life, if we have ever blessed your life, this course is literally our baby. Honestly, it is. It's our baby. It's the blueprint of how we got to where we are. It is every single strategy and tip and trick in the, in the book and a game plan and a blueprint for how to turn a hobby of photography into a full-time roaring successful photography business. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's important to realize like anything that we give for free on our Instagram, on webinars, on this podcast, on the blog, whatever is like 2% of what's in that course. So, you know, just realizing there is a difference between free education and paid education. So if you have learned and you're like, I can't get enough of what you're trying to learn, this course is the answer to that for sure. Yeah. And it is open. We're so excited. It is open. You can go check it out and check out more information at theheartuniversity.com slash photography. So mm-hmm. I think that's, I think all that's right. all we got for you today. <laughs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> this is a long episode, but a good episode. I just wanted to let you know, Lindsay and I are here cheering you on. We are stoked to see you pursue your dreams chase after your goals and start kicking freaking butt in your business. In the meantime, feel free to follow us on Instagram. Lindsay's handle is at Mrs. Lindsay Roman. The Heart University is at the Heart University and my own is at Evie Rupp. Come join along, have fun on whatever goofiness we decide to post that day or whatever education we give that day. We would just love to see you be a part of the fam, be a part of the squad. And in the meantime, we are cheering you on, ready to see you kick butt, and we will see you next episode.